0: You're listening to InfoTrack. To learn more about our guests or listen to past shows, visit InfoTrack online at InfoTrackRadio.com. Once again, here's Chris Whitting.
1: Sooner or later, just about everyone has to do the laundry. But are your brands of detergent and fabric softener the best choices? Here with the clothing and laundry expert, InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is cleaning expert, Patrick Richardson, author of Laundry Love, Finding Joy in a Common Chore. He's also host of the Discovery Plus series, The Laundry Guy. Patrick, before we get to some of your advice, I have to ask, how does someone become a laundry evangelist, as you call yourself?
0: Well, you have to start by loving laundry, step one. And step two is you have to want to tell everybody. And the reason that I love laundry is one of my earliest memories handing my granny clothespins to put clothes on the clothesline. And I was about two and a half years old. And the Christmas that I turned three, Santa brought me a toy washing machine. So my love of laundry goes way, way back. And I associate doing laundry with like people taking care of you, you know, because my granny took care of me. And so that's kind of where it started. And You know, I studied apparel and textiles in college and have just played in the laundry world ever since. So let's get to some
1: useful advice here. What is the biggest mistake that you see people making when it comes to laundry?
0: Using too much laundry detergent. Absolutely no question. I always equate it to salt. A pinch of salt makes your dinner taste great. But the idea that "Mm, a pinch is good, so a half a cup is even better, you know, ruins the meal. Well, that's exactly what happens to your laundry. A little bit of laundry soap will get your clothes clean and be fantastic. But using a lot of laundry soap, what ends up happening is it can't wash out and so your clothes stay dirty because the job of the detergent or the soap is to hold all the dirt and take it down the drain. So if there's so much in your clothes that you can't rinse it out, it just has to resettle back into your clothes and the dirt settles back along with it. Your book
1: indicates, since we're talking about soap, that you're not a fan of any popular detergent that comes in these giant multi-gallon bottles or the pods, along with fabric softeners and dryer sheets. Tell us why you're not a fan of those.
0: Oh, there's a couple of reasons in there. We'll start with, why well, I'm not a fan of the things that come in the big jug. You're paying for the water. They put a lot of water in them so that they're kind of poor and ready to use, and they're not very concentrated, so you have to use more than you would otherwise need. And I'm also not a fan because they stopped using some of the better ingredients. You know, a lot of the things that are in those popular big name detergents, just aren't really that great for us. You know, they're not really great for the earth. They're not really great for our bodies. I'm just not a huge fan. And fabric softener and dryer sheets have so many chemicals in them. They just absolutely drive me crazy. There's just nothing good there. And they don't really do anything. They just coat your clothes so they feel sort of fake clean.
1: So what should people be using instead of these popular detergents? I know you, in your book, you have some ingredients that you recommend.
0: Yeah, the trick is look for things that are plant-based. It's just like when you're buying food. Look for things that you can pronounce. There are plant-based detergents out there. Fortunately, they're becoming so much more common. And you are starting to see plant-based detergents in the big box stores. But look for plant-based ingredients. Look for less ingredients. You know, if your ice cream only needs five ingredients, you know, your detergent doesn't need more than seven or eight.
1: What advice do you have for sorting clothes? Because I think a lot of people are kind of paranoid in getting some colors together with others or mixing them. What do you have to say on that?
0: I sort like cool colors together. So blue, green, purple, warm colors together, red, orange, yellow, then do a white, then do a black. But the biggest advice I have is get color catchers. You can buy them at the grocery store, the discount store, wherever you go, you can buy color catchers. And if you make a mistake, they'll totally save you. But they're also great because they absorb all of the dirt and the dinge in the water and then make your clothes just sort of brighter just from the get-go. Our guest
1: on InfoTrack is Patrick Richardson, the author of Laundry Love, Finding Joy in a Common Chore. And Patrick is a cleaning expert who is offering some wise advice on a chore that everybody kind of dreads, and that's laundry. Patrick, you also have some advice in your book about keeping white clothes white and some thoughts about bleach.
0: <laughs> I hate chlorine bleach. You know, we use chlorine bleach because we have this idea that we want white. You know, just this gorgeous, vivid, vibrant white. Well, if you've ever seen natural cotton or natural wool, it's not that color. It's kind of an ecru. And to get that really gorgeous, intense white color that we're madly in love with, we use a blue dye. It's called an optical whitener or an optical brightener. And it's a blue dye. And so when you use bleach, you lift the dye out. So even though it's white and the color change is subtle, the first time you use bleach, you're lifting out that blue dye. And so as you continue to use bleach, your clothes get more beige and more beige and more beige. And then you think they're dirty. So you pour more bleach in and you just compound the problem and make it even worse. If you came to the store, I would tell you, if you can convince me that you can bleach black back to black, then I'll let you convince me you can bleach white back to white because they're both dyed colors. So I don't think chlorine bleach has a place in your laundry room. Let's
1: talk about cleaning spots. I know there are different types of spots that you address in your book. Just some general advice and maybe the most common mistakes you see there.
0: There again, it's being too aggressive. Start out with just something mild. I mean, use you know, a bar of laundry soap and a horsehair brush to get the stain or spray it with vinegar and water. And most of the times, one of those two things will do it. And they're gentle and they're mild. People will tell me, well, I put these 10 things on it trying to get the stain out. And what they did is they actually got the stain out, but they wrecked the fabric. So being overly aggressive with stains isn't that beneficial. It's kind of like your face. Use something gentle and it's still going to be effective. So, you know, vinegar and water and soap and a brush, I think you can solve, you know, the majority of laundry sins.
1: And generally, you recommend to do that right before you wash it. Is that correct?
0: Yes. I'm a big fan of doing it right before you wash it for two reasons. Number one, when you come home from a party, you're not in the mood to treat your shirt. You know, you're tired and you just want to go to bed and just throw it in the hamper. It's fine. The other reason is a lot of things are only effective while they're wet. So like vinegar is only effective while it's wet. So if you spray vinegar on something and then throw it back in the laundry pile... Once it dries, its effectiveness is gone.
1: Another thing that you see in grocery stores are products to clean your washing machine. Is that something that you think is necessary to actually clean the washing machine itself sometimes?
0: It's great to clean your washing machine, but I'll tell you a fun trick. You can throw in a pound of borax and a gallon of vinegar and you can clean your washer and it's very effective and it's quite a bit less expensive than those washing machine cleaners. But you do need to clean your washing machine. You know, the gaskets get gunky, and if you use detergents that have petroleum in them, the petroleum builds up on the wall of the machine, and it's, A, not as effective, and, B, we actually did a test for a TV show once, and there was, like, mold and yeast living inside the washing machine. So it does need to be cleaned every so often.
1: From both an environmental and a health standpoint, would the changes that we've talked about today for consumers make a lot of difference, in your opinion?
0: I think they'll make a big difference. I mean, they're going to make a huge difference in the world, but they're also going to make a big difference in just sort of your well-being. You know, some of the big commercial ingredients that I really don't like contain things like phthalates. And, you know, phthalates are known to be endocrine disruptors and they cause like developmental issues. The other thing is a lot of people think that they have skin allergies and skin sensitivities. And really it's just that the detergent is just too aggressive it isn't rinsing out. And so it's living in their clothes. And when it's settled into their clothes, then, you know, it's on their skin because our skin is, you know, our largest organ.
1: Cleaning expert, Patrick Richardson, the author of Laundry Love, Finding Joy in a Common Chore, also host of the Discovery Plus series, The Laundry Guy. Patrick, thank you very much for your advice today.
0: Well, thank you so much for having me on. It was super fun.
1: And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey.
0: You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.